guys. Good morning. Good morning. What's going on? My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's the blackfinancialchannel.com. Uh, Twitter, you know, Twitter this week banned uh, Donald Trump from its platforms. Uh, Twitter didn't just ban Donald Trump, but uh, also there was a coordinated strategy amongst uh, many social media giants including Twitter, Facebook, Amazon, and Apple, uh, to not just ban Donald Trump, but uh, to also ban uh, millions of people that were actually connected to uh, to the right wing. Uh, now, I'm not, I didn't vote for Trump. I didn't vote for Biden in the last election, but I told you guys that I thought this was not a good move. This was not good for democracy. This was not good for freedom of speech. And, uh, and also the stock market uh, agrees with me that uh, that there may be some trouble. Twitter stock has plummeted. Twitter stock dropped about 10%, as much as 10% after Trump was banned from the platform. And I'm explaining exactly why this happened. You don't have to be a Democrat or Republican to understand what I'm saying, uh, but but, I, but I'm going to break it all down for you. So get comfortable, buckle up your seatbelt, uh, make sure you subscribe to the Black Financial Channel. We're going to get started right now. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's theblackfinancialchannel.com. I am Dr. Boyce Watkins, your friendly neighborhood finance professor and your fearless black intellectual warrior. Now, here's the deal. Uh, Twitter, you know, Twitter uh, decided that Donald Trump didn't belong on their platform anymore. Um, we know Donald Trump's not a great guy. Uh, he's not exactly somebody that you want to be friends with. He's a little bit of a jerk. And so Twitter basically said uh, they they used the um, situation that occurred at the Capitol as their opportunity to make their big move. Their big move was they'd always been wanting to, to get Trump off of the platform, uh, primarily because he has millions of followers and he's been pretty abusive with the platform. He likes to get on the toilet and tweet his way into oblivion, you know, crazy tweets with typos, you know, sounding like an ignorant rapper and just saying things that were kind of crazy and irresponsible. I remember him talking about blowing North Korea off the face of the earth, which obviously is just a problem. You president of the United States shouldn't be saying stuff like that. Now, here's the thing. Um, I, it didn't bother me so much just because uh, I've been following Donald Trump for a really long time. And I know Donald Trump is a blowhard. Donald Trump does a lot of talking, but he doesn't always follow through on the things that he says. Well, uh, last week, things got real in the Capitol. You had uh, some crazy hillbilly Trump supporters, uh, some toothless rednecks from the backwoods of Kentucky that showed up with Trump flags and shotguns and and uh, and uh, zip ties to tie up members of Congress, and they stormed the Capitol. It was crazy. It was out of control. It was ridiculous. Uh, no one can ever condone what happened there. As a result, Twitter decided, you know what? Enough is enough. You're gone. You're out of here. You can't tweet anymore. And then to add to this attack or to add to this a counterattack, if you will, it's a counterattack to a counterattack. I'll break that down in a second. Uh, you then had Facebook step in and say, yeah, well, you can't come over here either. And then uh, all the other platforms said, no, 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 buddy, you can't come in here. And then they th then here's the interesting thing. In addition to all the social media giants, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Twitter, all coming together in a coordinated dismissal of the president, they then went after all of the president's friends. They then went after what I call the big purge. They went after Parler, the Parler app, which uh, a lot of people on the right use the Parler app or anybody who just likes free speech. I like the Parler app because I like free speech. I don't use Twitter because I'm a liberal, even though Twitter's run by liberals. I, I'm not a liberal. I don't use Parler because it's run by conservatives. I, I just like freedom of speech because I'm not a conservative. I'm just black. That's it. I'm B1, hashtag B1 in the chat if you know what I'm talking about. Well, uh, all the social media giants then said, we don't just want to get rid of Donald Trump. 
we want to get rid of anybody that's associated with this guy. So they went after Parler. They they went after millions of people. Lots of people started seeing their numbers drop. I don't know anybody. Give me a yes or no if you saw any of this. A lot of people saw, started seeing their subscribers' numbers drop. And uh, and I started seeing my subscriber numbers drop on Twitter, actually. I lost just a few hundred, but I did lose some people on Twitter. And then also Vicki Dillard also was her YouTube live. She was live on YouTube talking about the Capitol attack. And they literally came in and shut down the channel for a week right in the middle of her live stream. Took her off, yanked her off the air, grabbed her by her weed, pulled her off the stage like, like the Apollo and shut it all down like that. Now. Of course, you know, this made me angry because I said Vicki Dillard never told anybody to do anything negative to anyone. She does not advocate for violence. So why are you connecting Vicki Dillard being taken down with what happened in the Capitol with these uh, toothless hillbillies from the backwoods of Kentucky? Well, that's because that's how oppression works. There's a term I want us to use today, boys and girls, called totalitarianism. Totalitarianism is where you basically go through the process of saying we're going to eliminate anybody who disagrees with us. Totalitarianism is similar to what happened in Nazi Germany uh, during World War II. Uh, it's what happened in Croatia when you had one side of, of, of the Croatian population that wanted to eliminate the other. Uh, thank God it hasn't gotten to the point where it's physical genocide. But what you're seeing is a digital manifestation of totalitarian uh, genocide. Like it's a digital genocide. Like we're going to go and use this one incident, this this operation. And some think it might be false flag. I don't know if it is or not. I'm not saying that it is or isn't. But we're using this one situation as an excuse to go after everybody from Donald Trump all the way down to Vicki Dillard because Vicki Dillard is not speaking the liberal talking points. That's why I think it's a problem. That's why intelligent people can see the issue here. You don't have to be a conservative or a Trump supporter to see the issue. Uh, uh, Angela Merkel, the president of Germany, I think Chancellor of Germany, Chancellor, the Chancellor, I said president, Chancellor of Germany, uh, spoke out against this. Angela Merkel and a lot of leaders in Europe said, "What are you doing, Twitter? What? Why are you banning someone for expressing themselves? And, and why are you using this one situation as an excuse?" to eliminate everyone. Anybody who knows the history of war and politics knows that this is a long-held strategy. The way Adolf Hitler gained autonomous power in Germany was uh, he actually went and burned down one of the government buildings. And then he said, they did it. So he used this as an excuse, that one incident of violence as an excuse to eliminate all of his opposition to get rid of everybody who might oppose him. So effectively what you're seeing in America is a type of totalitarianism. Uh, it, it's definitely anti-democracy. It is what it is. And it doesn't, and, and the, the reason that, that it's okay, see that, that it wouldn't work if they were doing it to somebody that you like. Like if they did it to Barack Obama, then you would probably say, oh, well, that's really bad. That's terrible. What, what The way they get sinister policy through is they don't do it to someone you like. They do it to someone you don't like. So for example, if I'm Joe Biden and I want to write a crime bill that's going to incarcerate as many black people as possible, I don't, I'm not incarcerating good people. I'm not incarcerating white people. I'm incarcerating dirty, bad, evil black people. So that's why you have um, situations like uh, the one you had with Willie Horton, where George Bush had the picture of this dark, this really dark, scary black man 
and said, this, this, your, your, my opponent wants to let people like this out of prison. And people are like, oh my God, he's, he's scary and he's black. Put him, lock him up. We need to lock him up and lock up anybody like him, right? So, so that's how you get things like this through. And of course, this is going to go over the heads of a lot of people because they're caught up in the emotionality of how they feel about Donald Trump. But I'm just telling you, this is bad news, and smart people know this. And the stock market is pretty smart. The stock market actually punished Twitter stock right off the bat. As soon as this happened, Twitter stock dropped uh, by 10%. Let me look and see where Twitter stock is right now. Hit the thumbs up button, by the way. Please hit the thumbs up button. If you like intelligent conversation, please hit the thumbs up button. Share, subscribe, and all that stuff. So Twitter stock as of right now, so far today, has dropped by about 5%. But it was as high as 54. Now it's down to 48. So that's about a 10% drop uh, through the course of the week. Uh, the uh, Let's see. The, the market cap of Twitter is $38 billion. So they lost about three, three and a half billion dollars in market value as a result of, of what happened this week. Uh, and so um, so so here's the thing. Here's the reason that the, the, the remember, just remember this one thing you got to remember, too. One thing about Wall Street that you may love or you may hate is that Wall Street doesn't care about your feelings. You know, people, billionaires don't become billionaires by getting all emotional and caught up in whatever you mad about right now. You watch CNN, you throwing socks at the TV, <clears throat> cussing out, you know, the, the commentator, you you mad about whatever. Wall Street doesn't do that. Wall Street just looks at what's going down and says, OK, how's this going to affect my money? And those of you out there who can focus on your paper are going to have more paper than people who are distracted by every little thing that happens. Oh, look over here. Look over there. Right. See, see, when you're getting distracted emotionally and being pulled and, and, and triggered in all these different kinds of ways, that's pretty much people who have money distracting the people who that they want to take money from. They're getting you to look away so they can pick your pocket. So I encourage you to not get distracted by all the little nonsense that's going on, whether it's, uh, you know, a bunch of uh, a bunch of toothless rednecks uh, invading the Capitol or a bunch of crazy liberals that want to go burn down buildings and, and and throw bricks at the heads of police officers or whatever that happened this summer. Let's not forget that. Let's not forget that. So if you really want to start banning people for condoning or inciting violence, I think you might want to start with the people that were cheering people on when they were going around and busting out the windows of black owned businesses and everything else. Because I'm going to tell you what, if somebody showed up on my doorstep with that nonsense, then I would be on the cover of every newspaper in America as the guy who dealt with those people when they came to my house. You come mess with my family, I'm going to jack you up. And I don't care how politically incorrect it looks. So. So here's the deal. All right. So 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 you have all this happening. Wall Street is evaluating this. Wall Street is like. Man, America done lost his mind. Uh, people are doing crazy stuff now. Um, how's this going to affect our money? And they did all the math and all the calculations, and they said it's not going to affect our money very much at all. Now, it will affect Twitter. And now, let me tell you why it's going to affect Twitter. It has nothing to do with whether you like or dislike Donald Trump. The reason it's going to affect Twitter is because here's what the big tech giants are doing that doesn't make sense to me. I mean, maybe there's a bigger game being played where it might make sense if I had more information. But from where I'm standing, it's not making sense what the big tech companies are doing. Let me tell you why. If I was a big tech giant, I would be really careful with my actions because right now the feds is watching. You know, right now, you know, like a dope dealer when he says the feds is watching, like I'm going to be hella fresh when the feds are watching, right? So the when they know the feds are watching, they try not to get into too much gangster shit. They don't. They don't want to do too much, make too many moves when the feds are watching, right? Because you want to keep a low profile. You don't go to the, you know, you don't you don't go to the next uh, heavyweight fight wearing a big fur coat and a fur hat like uh, Denzel Washington did in American Gangster because that that's going to draw attention. You, you know, if somebody makes you mad, you don't go kill them in broad daylight in the middle of the street. 
because because they're watching, they're following you, right? So when the fans are watching and they say, you know, we think that you are the most notorious dope dealer in all of Chicago, you're like, no, I'm just, I just, I run a little school and I have a gas station, and that's all I do is I, I just sell gas and 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 sneakers and 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 run my school with my children, right? You pretend to be as low profile as possible because you don't want them to know how much power you have. So the reason that the the moves of the big tech giants is very surprising to me is because right now they're under a lot of scrutiny. The feds are watching them and they're accusing them of something that is theoretically supposed to be illegal, which is the engagement of monopoly slash oligopoly behavior. Uh, the, the use of a massive concentration of power that 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 kills off the competition, that exploits the customer, that is not good for America, right? So so what's really happening is not, I don't think any of these companies are being accused of being a monopoly, maybe Facebook, but maybe not. But they're certainly being accused of being an oligopoly. They're looking at Apple, uh, Google. It's an Apple or Google's owned by Alphabet. So looking at Apple, Google, Facebook, Amazon, and Twitter – and they're saying, are you a monopoly? Are you like a mafia crime family like that we should hit with a RICO charge? Because it looks to me like you guys engage in organized crime or organized economic activity. And that's a violation of the Sherman Antitrust Act from 1933, which means that we need to come in and bust you up. Right. So they're sitting there like, no, we would never. No, we're not. We don't have any. I mean, Facebook, all we are is we're just like we're like a bulletin board. You know, we let people just come in and they post and and we don't have any control over what they we're not a publisher. We don't edit what people the content that people put up. Now, let me ask you this. And all everybody in here probably uses Facebook because, again, but of course, they're not a monopoly. But all of y'all give me a yes in the chat if you use Facebook or Twitter or both. Give me a yes in the chat. Everybody in here who uses Facebook, Twitter or both. Put yes in the chat. If you do not use either one, put a no. And I'm and I want you to see how many yeses come up versus the no's. And then I'm gonna ask you another question. How many of you have bought a product from Amazon in the last year? Uh, give me a yes or a no. Right. Uh, let's see. What's a, a Facebook, Amazon, Apple? How many of you own an iPhone or an Android? One or the other. How many of you have an Android or or, or iPhone or Apple operating system on your phone? Yes or no. And in fact, put a yes if you can answer yes to any of the above, right? But I'm seeing yes, 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 yes. I see one, one no. Good for you. Good for you. I don't know how you do it, but God bless you. But but that proves the point, right? These companies clearly have a concentration of power. They are clearly an oligopoly. They are clearly able to coordinate strategies which can um, impact pricing. It impacts uh, squeezing the hell out of your suppliers, it can impact what you do to the customers, what you do to the competition. Uh, Facebook has documented evidence where they would buy up companies or replicate what companies are doing just so they can squash them before they got too big. And all these things are considered to be anti-competitive behavior. They are being accused of anti-competitive behavior by getting together like a group of gangsters and controlling the whole neighborhood and not letting anybody in. Why is this important? In, in light of what they just did with Trump, but not just Trump, but 85 million other people who are saying things that liberals don't want to hear, right? Because uh, remember, you know, the, 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 the fact that you can get banned for disagreeing with a liberal ideology doesn't match uh, the fact that I hear people on the left say all kinds of crazy things and those things don't get banned. So 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 let's get back to this. So what, what basically the, the reason Twitter stock plummeted is because the people that 
are calculating all of this that are just watching as observers who don't care. They consider Democrat, Republican stuff to be theater. All they think about is how to get paper for their family. They're trying to make money for their family. They're saying, damn it, you messed up because the feds are watching. You're telling them that you're not a gangster, that you don't have power. You're telling them that you don't have, that you're not running a cartel, that you're not coordinating strategy. And here y'all all get together and you all get on the phone and decide that you're all going to ban the president of the United States on the same day. And then you decide that you're all going to ban and destroy parlor on the same day. And then you decide you're going to go wipe out 10 million other accounts of people all the way down to Vicki Dillard and Louis Farrakhan on the same day. Well, you're acting just like a group of gangsters. You're acting like a cartel. Stop it, right? So Twitter stock plummeted because what's going to happen is there's going to be regulation around the corner. There's going to be regulation because these companies have gained so much power that they've become almost like a government. They've become the mob. And so, and, and if you make the mob mad, they can make you disappear. They can have you sleeping with the digital fishes. Like you don't, you ain't, you don't, you ain't around anymore. And 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 so this is going to lead to regulation, and that's why Twitter's stock price dropped. And so uh, I'm not here to debate with you about the ethical uh, nature of banning a Donald Trump. Uh, if you want to know my two cents, I think Donald Trump's not a good guy. I never thought he was a good guy. Uh, it, at the same time, I believe in freedom of speech. I think it's okay for people to talk. And I know that people want to link speech from conservatives with what happened on the Capitol. Well, if you do that, then you must link the speech from liberals to what was going on this summer. And some would say, well, it's it's the Capitol. The Capitol's different. Well, no, I think it's actually worse when you're attacking regular people on the street and burning down buildings of people that you don't even know, a regular work, hardworking people who worked hard their whole life to build a business. And then the only choice they have is to come out with a shotgun and deal with your ass because the police ain't nowhere around. I don't like any of that. And it was happening not just in all other neighborhoods. It happened in black neighborhoods, too. It was not cool. It was never cool. And also, you take for granted the fact that you have a country where you're able to have peaceful transitions of power and all that's being put in jeopardy, being put in jeopardy by the Republicans and by the Democrats. And I stick to this other point. This is going back to the economics of it all. The radical left and the radical right, the people that were burning down buildings in the summer and the people that were storming the Capitol in the winter are they they should actually be joining forces because what's really happening is that they're all pissed off for the same reason they're all mad because your government these millionaires sitting on capitol hill have been starving you out for the last nine months because they're up there playing games they got you literally thinking that you're gonna die if you walk out on your front porch and that you're somehow supposed to be able to survive without an income for nine months and had you waiting nine months for a six hundred dollar check that right there is criminal. I think all these SOBs need to be removed from office right away. And uh, and so I really, I wouldn't be a person that would storm the Capitol, but I understand why they did it because these are desperate people. These are people that have hit rock bottom. You had to really push them pretty hard to get them to do something so crazy. Same thing was true with those people that were burning down buildings in the summer. It's all about growing inequality in America. Under every metric known to man, America has become a more unequal society than it was in the 1950s and 1960s. You because your corporatists and your capitalists have a, have obtained so much of a concentration in power, and the tech giants are leading the way on this. Uh, the people that have the most money in America are in technology. About two thirds of the wealth created in America in the last five years has come in technology. 
right? And that's a win for the liberals to some extent, at least a short-term win, because most of the people that, that are in technology, you know, they went to white universities where they were indoctrinated with a lot of liberal ideologies. And so, so like, for example, they probably all agree on things like climate change, LGBT rights and immigration and things like that, right? And, uh, and, and they're controlling the economic power. They're also controlling the media. Right. So 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 all this is going to get bad for America. It's going to get real bad. Um, I don't know where it's going to go. And I'm not here to really talk about the politics as much as I want to talk about the economics and why it does make sense that Twitter stock price plummeted as a result of these bans. And I'll also say this, that there are leaders around the world that are saying right now, like America, what are you doing? Storming the Capitol was crazy, but you're banning people from social media now, like you're taking away their right to speak and you're saying that you're justifying it because of what a few extremists did. You know, now if you were on that hill and you were running up there attacking people, then that's another thing. But to somehow uh, 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 connect any person who even like just think about this, just the fact that I even said I understand why they did it. That could be seen as inciting violence. Like, oh, Dr. Boyce was on YouTube and he was telling people to go storm the Capitol. People get people misconstrue words all the time. And that's what your media's kind of done. And it's just kind of silly. It's all kind of stupid. It's all kind of ridiculous. Um, now, on, on other notes, do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button. Please hit the share button. Hit the subscribe button. Also, uh, you can get a free e-copy of my book, It Takes a Village to Raise the Bar. Go to allblackeconomics.com. That's allblackeconomics.com. It's a short book. It's an easy read. And it lays out a four-pronged vision that I have for the black community over the, over the next hundred years. And I know it's going to work because this is what I do. This is what I know. So feel free to go to allblackeconomics.com. And also you'll notice, some of y'all notice I'm wearing my Ohio State Buckeyes gear because I'm, you know, I am a, uh, I got my PhD at Ohio State. Today we play Alabama in the national championship. So I am totally pumped about that. I cannot wait to see what happens tonight. Uh, so uh, don't call me between like 7 and 11 because I'm going to be watching football. Um, the other little piece that's going on right now is um, Bitcoin has been dropping a lot. Uh, it's dropped about 15% this week. Uh, if you want to know what I'm seeing with Bitcoin, um, I think it's natural. Uh, I think that what goes up does eventually come down. Eventually, you have these things called price corrections. Uh, I Nothing has changed in terms of what I believe about the long-term prospects of Bitcoin, almost every leading expert, um, thinker, uh, billionaire out here, other than the old ones, like Warren Buffett, who literally is like, I think he's 85 years old or something or 80, or he's close to it. <clears throat> almost all of them expect Bitcoin to just go through the roof. They expect Bitcoin to hit, you know, crazy numbers, a hundred thousand, 200,000, stuff like that. And so, um, I'm actually acquiring more crypto. And actually, uh, here's a URL. If you go to drboyscrypto.com, uh, you can actually take a look at my crypto portfolio. I, I just, this is just something I'm just throwing out there and offering you guys if you want to go take a look at it. So just go to drboyscrypto.com. That's drboyscrypto.com. So that's pretty much it in terms of what's happening in the world. Um, I'll tune back in a little bit later. Uh, hit the thumbs up button, share, subscribe before you go. We're building black media black owned media. We really need you to, to be connected because I don't know if they're ever going to come and ban anything that we do. You know that we tell the truth. I just, I just see, tell, call it like I see it. And I know that one of our big channels, we have 400,000 subscribers on the Your Black World TV channel um, that got banned for a week because we shared a Louis Farrakhan video. So, so they're not just going after the Donald Trumps. They're really going after dissent. They're using Donald Trump as an excuse to then go after the Vicky Dillards and the Louis Farrakhan's, two people who would never who've never condone violence. But what but that's the dangerous, dangerous, slippery slope of all that is that they get to the point where they will just pretty much assume everybody 
that disagrees with them uh, needs to be eliminated because they're engaged in this idea that says that we know what it means to be a good person. We have a monopoly on the truth. And if you don't agree with us, that means you're a liar or that means you're stupid. So you're, you're not you're not smart enough to have freedom. Like we, we need to take your freedom from you because what you're saying doesn't make sense to us. And that's in complete violation of freedom of speech. And, uh, and I don't approve of it. I don't like it at all. And that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm sticking with. So, by the way, don't forget, this weekend uh, we're doing the Digital uh, Generational Wealth Conference. It's virtual, so you can join us from anywhere. Uh, you can go to generationalwealthconference.com. Uh, we have a bunch of experts coming through the Black Business School. We're covering tax strategies, um, insurance, uh, stock market investing, and real estate. So that's going to be a two-day event. It's really, really good. You have lifetime access to everything after you're done. So feel free to join us this weekend at generationalwealthconference.com. That's generationalwealthconference.com. So I hope this conversation helps you. I got to get out of here. Uh, you guys have a good day. It was wonderful speaking with you. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Peace.